0: I'm Meg. I'm Drea. I'm Tina. And I'm Jess. And this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting within the fiber arts and how awesome it is. Before we get into today's topics, let's talk about what we're working on this week. Meg? Meg? So I'm finally past
1: the stockinette and I'm on the final ribbed edge of the feodora ca- capelet test knit uh, by Ooh. Larks and Whimsies. Um, the pattern, the, the, the test knit is due on September 13th and um, the pattern is going to be out sometime in mid to late September. Um, still love it. Still beautiful.
0: Can't wait to be done with the ribbing. I'm so proud of you that you got past the stock knit. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea, how about you?
2: I have decided that I am going to put down the more simple line shawl because I have surprisingly screwed it up again. <laughs> and I have decided that I am going to start the Homeward Bound Fingerless Gloves by Alice Light. It is a free Ravelry pattern. They are cable mitts. And I am using the Earl Grey Fiber Coat oolong dk in the bisque color and it's going to end up matching my Jenica hat that i made earlier this season
1: awesome and these are knitting up lovely i want to add
2: oh it's so good
1: For the colors. i love cables <laughs> yeah the colors kind
3: of fantastic <laughs> yeah, the, the, the stitches look real nice and
0: jess what about you
3: um i am currently experimenting uh with um my own pattern for a crocheted ornament fish which will be a, a scale kind of like lace around around ornament i got like iridescent christmas ornaments here with fins and a tail and it's in a it's in its early experimental stage right now i'm kind of using i don't know what this is a lace or a fingering weight pretty sure that's a fingering weight random fingering. yarn that i pulled out of the stash bin that i forgot what it was a long time ago um And yeah, I've got one experiment down, and now I'm going to try and clean it up and see
0: where it goes. Awesome. As for myself, I am working on the Silva cami by Cadre, and it is a fingering weight cami, and I will be knitting, just knitting, (laughs) in the round uh, for the next two to three years. So I will... (laughs) See you all then. I believe in you. Thank you. I appreciate you're it. You're in the homestretch. I got am. this. You got this. We made it through our first episode. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> if you're still listening, I would like to personally thank you on behalf of this group of crazy people. Having even one listener would be fantastic, so thank you so much for tuning in. This week, we have a suggestion coming in from one of our listeners, Glass Algae Beads. Stash, why do we have it? What is its reason? What is its purpose? But mostly, why do we keep doing it? (laughs) (laughs) A question. (laughs) Excellent question. (laughs) As many of our partners do know that we have at this table, uh, they're aware of the stash. They know it's there. Uh, the partners that we have that do not participate in crafting uh such as drea and myself mm-hmm. uh question the motives of the stash uh why it 's there
2: <laughs> look he just he knows it makes me happy and he just does not comment on it and that 's my favorite.
0: He just accepts the stash for what it is it's it's kind of a necessary thing to a degree. It's, I think, yarn collecting and yarn using is two separate things. Oh, no, they're totally different hobbies. Yeah. And... I engage in both. (laughs) I heavily engage in both. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, my stash is uh, kind of obnoxious. But... No, your stash is glorious. (laughs)
1: But there are, I mean, there are practical reasons for having a stash. Absolutely. Um. When you have a good stash, you don't have to run to the yarn store every time you find a new project. You can go to the stash, in theory,
2: in theory, in theory,
1: and find an appropriate yarn. <laughs> that's that's kind of the like underlying point of the stash. It's kind of like having a stash of food. Or before there's a hurricane, you go out and buy a whole bunch of snacks. So oh, you so before there's a more.
0: before there's a hurricane, we should go and buy yarn. I support this.
3: I didn't say that, but I agree with it. <laughs> so, get, if there's a storm and you lose power, there's something that you don't need to knit or crochet, and that is power.
0: Yes. And um, you, you can just. You definitely don't need to charge those needles. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made a reel on that. You did. <laughs> you did.
1: <laughs> I did. But when everyone else is panicking, I was. Because good. their electronics are dying. Yeah. You're good. Just make sure you got those patterns printed out.
0: So, next, I'd like to. Get into a little bit of a personal conversation with our stashes.
1: True Stash Confessions. True Stash <laughs> Confessions
0: here at Part of My Stash. Dun dun dun.
1: dun dun dun. Why don't you start us off, Tina?
0: Oh, why do I have to start off? I'm because the one. Yours your stash is the, is the most impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, my stash is a conglomerate of things gifted to me from my mother mostly who always finds a good deal and
1: wait the same mother that was like tina you need to stop buying yarn
0: yes but now she, but before she before she realized how large the stash was okay she was buying me yarn and then she like came to my house and saw the stash so and now she she's was not like, gonna buy any more yarn no tragic <laughs> no, that is won't. very tragic <laughs> <laughs> she will not um no um so it's a, con- it's a combination of that, and then the other combo is I find pretty stuff, and there's a lot of that, and then I also have the serious problem of if I find a really pretty skein of yarn, I think to myself, what project can I make with this? What if I want to make a sweater with it? Oh no, I need sweater quantity, so I'll buy... 10 to 15 skeins of that yarn to make sure that I have enough for whatever project I end up in the future that I want to use it for. So yeah. So that's why I have. So you're a what if stasher. I am a what if stasher. I'm Is that? Yeah. We should talk about that too. What kind of
1: stashers we What are. kind of
0: stashers we are. I am definitely a what if stasher. Mm. Um, I prepare for the worst and hope you for the best. You prepare for every situation. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so to give everyone an idea of the size of my stash, so I have, I had a temper, I recently moved back to Connecticut and I had a temporary stash that fit into five Tupperwares, large Tupperwares. And then I had, um, my stash that is in moving boxes, Mm -hmm. which according to my husband fit in about five to seven large Home Depot boxes. Not the mediums, not the smalls, the large ones. I thought he said it was nine. No, don't know. We're going to estimate lower. <laughs>
2: listen,
1: listen,
0: we're all about like honesty
1: on pardon my stash. Okay, fine. We don't need to lie about the size of our stash. <sighs>
0: all right, fine. He said nine. No, he did
1: say nine. <laughs> Proud of you. Where's that applause? look a stash that big doesn't just grow overnight okay that took years of cultivating
0: it did take years of cultivating to the point that i that i'm pretty sure that if i wanted to open my own yarn store i could without having to buy extra stuff without buying have to buy any of it but the stash is not for sale the stash is not for sale Mm -hmm. except for i could i am okay with it going to you guys like i said you guys could shop my stash help me out a little bit but i can't uh,
2: wait for that day
0: (laughs) As soon as my house is not being renovated, <laughs> and I get all of my yarn back into one place, you guys can have at it. I'm gonna roll in it. <laughs> you probably could. You could probably lay it all on the floor and just grade feel to like bed. Scrooge McDuck just <laughs> swimming through it. Uh, what about you, Meg?
1: So, um, I. About six months ago, I really didn't have much of a stash. Um, so in the interest of full disclosure, Jess and I, um, we are married and our stash is kind of combined. Um, we, we consciously know whose stash is whose. Um, and we have very different taste in weight of yarn. I generally tend to more towards the worsted, um, chunkier, Aaron weights. She likes the fingering weights. So it's pretty easy for us to tell whose is whose. Um, But about six months ago, when Tina came back to Connecticut, I said, I really didn't have much of a stash. And there was general horror. Yes. Um. (laughs) Dismay.
0: Screams Um, of blood, bloodthirsty screams of horror and dismay. Yes.
1: But I have to say that since that day... Um, and you called me a bad influence after village the village wool incident where I told you about the yarn sale.
0: Let's talk wait, can we talk about the village wool sale? I think that's appropriate yeah, for let's this finish stash. talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about our stashes then we'll talk about the village wool sale. but um uh, my stash has grown exponentially, um, which is a good thing because, like I said before about the, having some sort of variety in your stash. So you could actually hopefully stash dive and find what you're looking for. I had nothing like that. Um, so I was at the point where every time I made a new project, I had to buy new yarn, even if it was just something that was uh, a one skein project. Cause I really didn't have much. Um, now the stash is it's decent sized. If we have what three, um, like Ikea bins in the, the Ikea block, um, oh, bookshelves. Yeah. Yeah, we have three bins. Um, two of them are, are different weights and one is just the Malabrigo because I have a problem. That's almost all my yarn. That's stuff is we is actually the know it is. We do
3: have a smaller um yes. like craft boxes of miscellaneous remnants. stuff. Remnants. Yeah, the stuff that or yarn that for over. whatever reason I got and rolled because it was pretty and I didn't like it and, and then I lost whatever. So it's it your fault we have no ball bands. Some, some of it. My, my, I didn't touch your yarn. Like I can't. Neat. I don't
1: know what your excuse is. It's
0: all that Malabrigo.
1: It's all. Listen, I can tell Malabrigo though.
0: <laughs> My Malabrigo stash, personally, has grown since being back in Connecticut. With all right, you guys. we'll just
1: we'll just come to the conclusion that every single one of us is is a great and a bad influence on all the rest. <laughs> it's very. It's true. the truth. It is. very true. We we have some great qualities and some not so great qualities, um, but we can all say definitively our stashes have grown as a result of the four of us being together.
2: Absolutely.
1: All right, Drea.
2: So I believe I have the second largest stash. Oh, no, you definitely do. In the group. I remember when I had the largest stash in the group and I spent a lot of time being very embarrassed about it.
1: And then you were dethroned in spades.
2: I was. And I'm kind of okay with that. Not just because it makes me feel better about my stash. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad
0: I could do that for you. (laughs)
2: Thanks. (laughs) But I'm actually, I've come to terms with the fact that I am the type of stasher. um, So if, if we are going to a yarn store as a group, for one of us to find the yarn for their project. I am a, oh look at that. That's pretty. I'm getting that kind of stasher. I have so many skeins of yarn added to my collection that are there specifically because they were pretty. I liked the colorway. I needed to have it so I can look at it. I have it knit with, the majority of those things yet but in the upcoming year I'm hoping to change that I have uh, spent a lot more time on Ravelry looking for different patterns specific to the yarn that I have so if somebody's already made a project with the yarn that I have I know at least what my project is going to look like and if I want it
1: you know what it is you keep making the fatal error every time we go shopping of, of saying, saying that I'm not yeah. going to
2: buy anything. And, and
1: then she comes out with about 10 skeins of yarn. Yeah. It's every time. Every I mean, time. The one that. time you didn't was the time you were like, I'm going to buy so much yarn and, and you didn't buy anything.
0: So you just have to say you're going to buy a ton of yarn every single time and then you won't buy anything. I try to do that now.
2: Do you want to hear a real um, stashing confessional? Sure. Oh god, Here we go. So do you remember the first time we went to Webb's? Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, yeah that was like 2009 it was a long time ago you found that yarn
2: in the original bag wow with (laughs) the original receipt (laughs) and it is still unknit oh (laughs) i'm pretty sure that i knit like a couple skeins from that bag from that trip to be fair that trip was an embarrassing uh bill for me
0: I still have yarn from our original web strip. Yeah. It's not in the original bag with the receipt. Oh, no, no. I just But I, definitely, I couldn't tell you
1: if you put a gun to my head what I bought on our first web strip, so I don't know if I've it or I not. I know
0: what I bought because it is um I and back then I wasn't a what if stasher. Mm-hmm. Back then I was the ooh look that's pretty stasher. <laughs> yes. And so all the stuff that I have that's ran I have like random, you know those Valley yarn balls yep. that are just like mm-hmm. I don't know, like,
1: yeah, Jess has a bunch hun- of those. Yeah.
0: They're like yeah. 120 yard. They're not a lot. Yeah. They're yeah. very small. Yeah. I have like, I'll have like three of them here. One color here. Yes. And it's like one and like two or three. That and I'm is like the majority of my stash. Yeah. That is, that is how I know it's from back then. Cause that's what I used to do. So there
3: for that first one, I think I went, no, the second time. you yeah. did go
1: the second time. You didn't go the first time. Yeah. So, after this discussion here, so you're a what if mm-hmm. you're a, ooh, that's nice. Yep. And I think Jess and I are more like best laid plans. Like we buy the yarn with a project in mind, whether that actually comes to manifest or not
3: well, remains to be seen. So <laughs> mine is more of a, if I have a project in mind, I will get what I need for said project. I think the only time I get usually more than two skeins of anything is if I have a project that I know needs more than that. Um, Well, the the first time I went, I did get like the whole package, two packages of the black and the purplish Valley yarns because I did a scarf and I was double knitting it and I knew I needed a lot. Um, You still have some of those. I still have a little bit. I I overshot because I didn't know what the pattern was. It wasn't off of a pattern. Um, She came up with it in her head. Yeah, so I just got a lot because I knew I'd need it. Usually, though, I am uh, if I have a pattern in mind that I wanted, it may not come to fruition, but if I have one in mind, I'll get what I need for it. It usually isn't more than two skeins because I know myself, and if it's more than that, I probably won't have the attention span to finish it. (laughs) Um...
0: So, All comes back to So anything <laughs>
3: more than uh, eight hundred yards of something is usually like I, I really want to do this project. Um, otherwise, I am a I'm getting this one skein because it's pretty and I may never see this color again. And I'll find something to do with it later on. And it will either sit there because I won't find something cool enough for it. Or I'll do something stupid with it that most people are like, why are you using $60 yarn to make a goldfish, Jess? And I'm like, (laughs) because it is the prettiest goldfish you will ever see. Thank you.
0: This is why I'm a what-if stasher, because... Like I am so nervous of retired colored ways oh, yes. and I'm so afraid that I'm going to like start knitting something. And I'll be like, okay. And I tend to knit a, a quite a few garments. So, and, and I t- knit plus size garments. So when I'm doing that, I'm like, it usually takes a minimum if it's not like a crop top or something, 800 yards, if not more. So if I'm only get if I only get six hundred yards of something, then I'm sitting there going like Yeah, that's not going to be for clothes. So I'm going to have to figure out something else with this. It has to be like a shawl or something smaller, a cowl or something like that. Well,
3: especially if it's like either a seasonal color, something that's done in smaller dye lots or anything from an indie dye or you run into that. Will they keep this up? Will it be the same? Like, should I get it now? Yeah.
1: Well, that's what happened with you with um, Blue Brick. Yeah. Blue Blue Brick Brick Crafts um, came out with it. And you guys have probably heard of it. The Ibis Colorway um that went viral last year and they dyed thousands of skeins and at the end of it the, the dyers were like we're not gonna do this for a long time because they they were so sick of it. Just understandable. And then what was it like three months ago? They were like, we're gonna die a small batch again and we jumped it. on it and got you a skein. Um but that doesn't always happen. A lot of a lot of indie dyers they just they don't do they, it again. They won't do it they, again. They they won't do it again.
0: The other half of my stash is indie dyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For sure for sure. Shout I, out the, to those guys, the real yeah, MVPs. Oh my, oh my God. The real <laughs> MVPs for sure. Um, there's, I mean, we could do a whole episode on that. And probably really will. <laughs> um, yeah, down the line. But I, de- like, I mean, yeah, a lot of, and, and I definitely have, in I have favorite indie dyers and the, one of them actually just like kind of disappeared. Like just oh, stopped updating. Mm. And I was like, no, because I like, I love her stuff. And I was like, I was just really upset painful. when like it's very painful yeah. because I have a lot of like one-off skeins from her and mm-hmm. I don't I can't buy any more so now I just have to. So, figure well, sometimes
3: it out. too, your indie dyers will come up with like this is a mistake batch, so it's not happening again. You have like an hour to get like one of two skeins mm-hmm. that they have, and they just don't make that again. Well, and-, <laughs> and it's not even just the
1: indie dyers. I mean, Dre, the the yarn you're working with. Is beautiful, yeah. Um, and mm. the the only store in Connecticut that you used to be able to get it in, discontinued it.
2: I know. I'm very <laughs> sad. And I, I mean, the upside is I know what it feels like. I know how it knits up, mm-hmm. and I can buy online. Um, but in addition to supporting my favorite yarn makers, I also like to support my local yarn shops. Oh, I don't yeah. always like to buy online.
1: Yep. Because mm-hmm. the less you buy from local yarn stops, shops, even, <laughs> the less <laughs> they stay open. It's <laughs> true. and we And
2: I've seen a them. lot of yarn shops close in Connecticut since I've started knitting. And I try very hard to buy local.
1: And we, uh, we certainly do that. Yes, we do. <laughs> pretty sure
0: we, well, I can speak for myself. I can, I probably am funding retirements with the amount of stash that I'm <laughs> buying from local yards. Okay, so we've talked extensively about stashes and stash accumulation and lots of it. And so now what do you do when you have all this stash? How do you organize it? How do you put it away? Can't have it out all over the floor and roll in it like Drea would like to do with my yarn. Uh, So what ideas do we have for storing and organizing our yarn so that it's usable and accessible to us when we're looking for project work?
2: I'm not going to lie. I have no organization system to my yarn. That's fair. And (laughs) it's a little bit of a problem. Um, In the past, it's pretty much just in these giant, like, tote bins that I got at, like, Walmart or or Home Depot. Um, And it's pretty much just thrown in there willy-nilly, however it is that I bought it. And occasionally, if I really, really liked a skein of yarn, it would make its way to a shelf in the living room as, like, decor.
1: It's an object art.
2: Yes. Decorative yarn is a thing. Yes. It, it is. But I'm I'm really hoping to get a handle on some kind of organization after I move.
0: Yes. I ha
2: I have an idea. I don't know if I have the space for the idea. <laughs> I feel like the stash um Wait.
0: Hold on. I just wanna I just wanna clarify this that Drea is gonna be moving into my almost 3000 square foot basement and you're saying you don't have the space to do the stash idea that you have look <laughs> <laughs>
2: it needs to be relocated to one area okay is this is this
0: a uh, frank requirement a little bit <laughs>
1: to ensure domestic harmony ah, right yes. with, like some space in that almost 3,000 square foot apartment
3: I just see him like, I coming have, in I currently and flopping have, on a couch full of yarn yeah. <laughs> just whatever
2: look I have currently taken over half of our double wide closet with uh, my bins of yarn he doesn't use the double wide closet at the moment um, that's just me my clothes and my yard
0: i'm gonna give him some space when we move good for you <laughs> I'm, I'm a good girlfriend i, I hear, swear i hear he's getting a bedroom to himself yep yeah for his stuff yes that's good but then you have the other 2500 square feet to do something with so it's gonna be good i think you'll be good
2: <laughs> i'll need some shelves
0: yeah i think we have some So it'll be good. It'll be good. (laughs) Um, Speaking on my stash. um, Yes. How do
2: you organize that?
0: So actually I did have a system when I was living in North Carolina, I had all these built in shelves in my office where I was keeping all my yarn and the way I organized it was by weight Mm. and then by color. Oh, I like that. I do too. So I had it was kind of light on top, dark on bottom, and so uh, on the shelf itself. So if I had a shelf, that single shelf would be fingering weight, and then the stuff that was on top of at the top of the shelf would be light colored whites, creams, mm-hmm. yellows, and then towards the bottom would be the blacks, uh, blues, navies, whatever dark. So it stuff. was at
2: least visually appealing. Very. Um, I really, it wasn't just yarn barf on a shelf
0: yeah the only time I had kind of like yarn barf was probably when it got towards my bulky stuff because it's bulky is like, it's harder it's harder to store and it takes up so much more room like my all my fingering fingering weight yarn all fit on one little shelf mm. and my bulky was probably spread out amongst three or four shelves and these were deep shelves they were very large shelves so it definitely fit all of my stuff um going into my new house though um i have currently i have hidden most of my yard
2: but you did it very well because i was there this weekend and i was like where'd she put the stash i know it's here
0: (laughs) No, I had it hidden in like a a bunch, like I have um, a few cabinets in my office and my office is, I should say in my marriage, my office is my regulated space of where I'm allowed to put the yarn. (laughs) So that is definitely where I have to keep everything. So I have a couple of cabinets that I got from a friend's mom and uh, a bookshelf and I'm getting some bookshelves from my mother-in-law And a couple other cabinetry pieces that I'm gonna be able to put in there. And I'm definitely gonna probably display on the bookshelves my more pricey stuff, my nicer stuff. And then my stuff that is maybe not so nice, I'll probably stuff in more into the cabinets. Probably a similar style, weight and then color. It's just pretty. Yeah, I think it's it's just an easy system, because then later on when I'm like, oh, I really need bulky for this hat, mm. I can just quickly just like, oh, I keep my bulky in that cabinet, and, and I can just fil- fil- filter through which color I want to do at that point, so... Guys, it's a lot. I think I might have to once everything's in. I'll post on the part of my stash Instagram <laughs> a picture of my stash, so everybody can appreciate the size of it. Just one picture. <laughs> we uh, we Look, might have it's to do be I think mean, yeah, panoramic, panoramic, <laughs> yeah. Meg, short video. <laughs> yeah, it might, might need to be a video. <laughs> Meg and Jess. You want me to just take it?
3: Yeah. Cause I mean, I know I, you don't really know how the stash is working. I, every time you ask me to get something, I'm like, okay, which box is it in? And it's
1: there. It's <laughs> yeah. exactly
3: where it's supposed to be. It is. No, know I know where, where it all is. is.
1: No. Um, <laughs> our, our stash is still pretty small. I said before, we just have the kind of Ikea system. We got two of the, um, Oh God, I think they're called the Calyx uh, cube bookshelves. And we've got these, uh, cube bins and they're also done by weight. I have, uh, put the fingering and the sport weight in the, in one bin. And then I have got, um, DK through bulky because we don't have as much of that in the other bin. And then I have one bin for malabrigo because that's where I usually reach. <laughs> um, and then I have one bin one for, side. uh, fiber and roving. Cause I, I dabble in spinning on the side. Um, I love the idea of displaying it. The one thing I'm always worried about is moths. Mm. Um, and the good thing, and I think in your case, because you use yours so often and you go through it so often, um, if you have your stash out on display, you want to toss it every so often. I don't mean toss like as in throw away. I mean like sort through it, make sure you don't see any signs of moths, um, because that'll kill your stash immediately you'll have to throw it out that's tragedy um that's why i kind of keep mine in bins um it doesn't look as pretty um but i do worry about the moths and moth eggs and things like that um, i can't
2: imagine having to throw away stash i know right like that's a crime
1: I, it's tragedy
2: i'm mean, actually I mean,
1: like a little bit of a palpitation and there, there. there are ways i mean you can get you can save your stash um, if you throw it all in, in plastic bags and freeze it, throw it out in the cold for a couple of days, um, yeah, that'll kill, everything. that'll kill the moths and moth eggs and
3: things like that. Uh, but cedar blocks are cedar blocks be really good. My grandmother swore on mothballs, but don't do that because let me tell you oh, what no. 110 years later, it still smells as strong as yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I loved your, your kind of your story on Instagram the other day where you had yours all up. And on display. And I kind of want to do that with some of mine because it is so beautiful. It really is art when you think about it, guys, your prettiest skeins. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been most of them. I think I think the really the, the more important thing is doing the weight system, because then at least you know where they are. Yeah. Um, it helps you find it better. So some level of organization, maybe you don't want to do it by weight. Maybe you want to do it by color. Um, but whatever is going to be easiest for you to go if you're going to go stash diving, to find what you're looking for and maybe you're like i need a blue yarn i don't care what the weight is i'm knitting a scarf for somebody and and they like blue um so you organize it by color or you do it by weight but find some way um yeah you could do it by fiber or by fiber yeah if you you've got acrylics versus merinos versus Mm -hmm. alpacas um, if you're not like me and allergic, yeah, we don't have alpacas. <laughs> no packet in this house.
2: <laughs> it's all at my house. It's all at Drea's because <laughs> yeah.
1: um, I can't knit with it. But yeah, it's there's as long as you find some organizational uh, method that works for you, I think that, that is, uh, that's perfect.
0: That's all the time we have today. Tune in next week for another rambunctious episode of Laughs, Tears, and Drama at Pardon Mustache.